The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, You have heard that it was said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I say to you, offer no resistance to one who is evil. When someone strikes you on your right cheek, turn the other one as well. If anyone wants to go to law with you over your tunic, hand over your cloak as well. Should anyone press you into service for one mile, go for two miles. Give to the one who asks of you, and do not turn your back on one who wants to borrow. You have heard that it was said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, that you may be children of your heavenly Father, for he makes his sun rise on the bad and the good and causes rain to fall on the just and the unjust. For if you love those who love you, what recompense will you have? Do not tax collectors do the same? And if you greet your brothers only, what is unusual about that? Do not the pagans do the same? So be perfect, just as your heavenly Father is perfect. The Gospel of the Lord. Well, I still haven't been fully able to shake this lingering cough, uh, so if the homily is short and sweet, I know most of you will like that anyway, but that might be out of my hands. The gospel ends on a rather, um, not frightening, but pretty uh, stern, at least, image from our Lord. He just tells us, summing up all that he's been saying with just be perfect like your Father in heaven. Just be perfect. It sounds uh, like something impossible. And if you've read that before and you've thought about it, you've probably maybe been a little discouraged or wondered what could Jesus possibly mean. It's impossible to be perfect. If you've ever had that feeling of discouragement, I. I do have some good news for you today. Uh, if you've heard that before and you've never once been discouraged by it, I think you should start by being discouraged first and then listen to what I'm going to say uh, to those who have at least taken it to heart. The good news is Jesus was not speaking English. He was speaking Aramaic, most likely, possibly Greek. And the Gospel of Matthew is written in Greek. So we might have a translation of a translation. So what did Jesus originally say if he was speaking Aramaic or Hebrew or Greek? The good news is we know what the idea was in those three languages for what perfection was. And it's not our American English idea of perfection. When we hear be perfect, you're thinking well, that's almost impossible. How can I be better than everyone around me? How can I have a perfect life, perfect body, perfect family, perfect home, perfect car, right? None of us do. There's always someone with something a little bit more perfect than you. The ancient idea of perfection is, is not a competition. 
the idea of perfection is actually something very much centered in each individual. The word perfection in Greek, teleos or teleotes, which is what uh, the gospel says or uses, means completeness. It means wholeness. It means having reached maturity or reached the end for which you were aiming. Something that is perfect is completely done, is completely what it's supposed to be. And if we understand perfection a little bit like that, it might make it a little more easy to grasp that Jesus is not telling us something impossible. He's actually telling us something very beautiful. What does it mean for you and me to be complete or to be whole? There's two conclusions to this. On the one hand, Jesus says, be perfect like God is perfect. God is, if we have a heart that desires what God desires, that wants what God wants, that has the same aim and goal as God, we're having a perfection like our Heavenly Father. What does our Heavenly Father want? The only time the gospel tells us very concretely what God wants, it's God wants all mankind to be saved. God wants us in heaven. That's what God wants. If you want that, you're already on the way to perfection. And there's a second meaning, which is very personal. And I'll just use a little image that's a little personal, I guess. There's only one Mike Thomas Mitchell, right? There's only one of me in the world. God wants me to be perfect the way Michael Thomas Mitchell can be perfect. I don't have to compare myself to anyone else. And the same for you. Whatever your name is, God wants you to be the perfection that's just you. He wants you to be the person he created you to be, that he dreamed that you would be the person that only you can be. So perfection is, this isn't to say it's that being a Christian is about trying to be the best version of yourself alone, right? It's not one of those self-help type things. It's not a, one of those, I don't know what you would call it, like happy clappy, everyone gets a participation trophy idea. We're all gonna be perfect. No, it means being the saint that you're called to be. In the first reading, we were told something almost equally impossible. God tells Moses to tell the people to be holy as I am holy. Right? To be a, it, perfect for us Christians right, means to become a saint, which is a Christian that is fully alive. If your faith is alive in you and you're living a life that is rooted in your baptism with a real relationship with God that deeply desires what God wants, you are perfect in the biblical mindset. I think that's very possible for us today. So let us ask our Lord for that grace to let go of this idea of competition with anyone else and that we can compare ourselves to who we were yesterday. Right? That's the only competition you need to worry about. Who was I yesterday? And who am I today? And strive to be the saint God is dreaming of you to be tomorrow. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen.